Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. What is a good upload speed for live streaming? Should you focus on the download speed instead? And how can you check your internet speeds so that you have the best connection for your live videos? You know, live streaming, it doesn't work without stable internet. So how do you make sure that you are prepared when you go live? On this episode, Jim and I will discuss what internet speeds you need for live streaming. Let's get started. So before you start measuring your speeds, you want to make sure you do a couple of things. Isn't that right, Jim? You're right. And it might not necessarily seem intuitive, but the first thing you want to do is you want to restart your computer. Because what you don't realize happens is that you've got a lot of things going on. You've been pulling up applications. Maybe you were on that Zoom call and that stuff takes up a lot of resources. So when you restart your computer and you close everything out as part of that restart, you kind of give yourself a fresh slate. And, and we got to be sure that we're closing any of our applications or browser tabs that you don't need for your live streams because these take up valuable resource, resources that your system needs. And a tool that Christian and I both like to use, of course, we're also use Google Chrome a lot, is OneTab. Because that will save all my tabs that I had open so I can go back to them later because maybe there's something I want to get to. What else do we want to talk about as we're restarting that computer, Christian? Well, so we want to talk about speed. And this is determined by the type of connection that you have and also the quality that you're going to be live streaming with. For example, if you're going to be streaming, and this may sound a little bit outdated, but you have Wi-Fi. Everybody thinks Wi-Fi is the way to do live streaming. You also have the hardwired option. Isn't that right, Jim? Yes. In fact, hardwired really gets into uh, the type of internet you're using. Are you using cable internet? Are you using... DSL, which digital subscriber line, that's actually some of the people that still have phones basically are using their phone lines going into a modem as a way, or maybe you've gotten to fiber, which I'm fortunate that I have because that's something that's rolling out. And you have to remember that not all internet is created equal. One of the things that I have found sometimes, like say working with multiple uh, people on a show is that sometimes what happens, especially with people that are on cable internet, what you don't realize is your cable company is sharing that pipe with your neighbors. So if everybody's getting on cable at the same time, your internet is gonna have a degradation of speed. So it's something that you need to be aware of. And that's one of the reasons why DSL uh, came out, because hey, you had that dedicated line to just you, and the same thing with fiber. Fiber, you know, depending on where you live, can be 
expensive, but I think it's definitely a competitor to cable. And the biggest thing is if you can plug that cable from your router straight into your computer, that's where you're going to get the best connection. Because if you don't, now we're talking about Wi-Fi. And Christian, you want to go into a little bit of some of the issues of being hardwired versus Wi-Fi? Definitely. So for example, I always recommend to people that they should hardwire when they're doing live streaming. And the reason is this, when you plug directly into your router, you're getting a constant connection. And that's one thing that live streaming needs. So if you happen to be on Wi-Fi, you can have a lot of peaks and valleys. You might have a really good signal. And then depending on your connection, maybe something switches, maybe the weather changes and your signal could go from really high quality to really low quality very fast. Now, what this ends up doing though, is it impacts what your live stream is going to look like. For example, it might look really clear. And then if you happen to, you know, the quality reduces, you're going to start to see blocks in your video. So your video, you're not going to be clear on camera. It's going to be very blocky. It could be very choppy as well. And that's because the speeds are changing. They're constantly changing when you use Wi-Fi. And, you know, that's something that we just need to be aware of because it, like I said, it does sound very outdated and very old to use a plug-in Ethernet because most computers don't have an ethernet port or they require having to have an adapter. But if you are going to be doing a lot of live streaming, it's definitely worth the investment to have a hardwired connection. Now, the other thing though, Jim, we want to make sure we talk about, and this is a question we always get, and it's live streaming from mobile. Do you want to tell people, so we talked about, you know, okay, you've got the hardwire and you've got the ethernet options, but Hey, couldn't I just use my mobile device to live stream? Absolutely, you could, uh, but you really got to make sure that you've got 4G at a minimum. 3G really limits what you can open at one time. You know, so if you've got your internet going and you've got this app open to live stream with, you're going to have a hard time, you know, pulling in something else. You know, it, it, uh, probably would remind me, Christian, and some of our listeners of back in the days of dial-up and uh, waiting for these things to pull up. And that's not going to be a very pleasing video. The other thing you have to remember about is if you're on a data plan, you could be using quite a bit of your data using 4G or, you know, in some cases people are starting to get 5G. And I know there's a lot of uh, talk about how 5G is going to you know, really revolutionize how people can use their devices, you know, outside of the home. But until that happens, I would, you know, definitely make sure you're thinking about really, it's all about stream stability because you've probably seen sometimes too, and this happens with Wi-Fi. can also happen with uh, cellular data, which is really what we're talking about with 4G where somebody will be streaming and all of a sudden it's like they freeze up and then they will come back in. That's probably because they don't have a stable internet. I mean, what are, what are some of your observations there, Christian? I definitely think that's, you know, not having stable internet. I also think though, if you don't have, like you might be running the latest version of a phone, like you might have the latest iPhone and you're trying to stream, but you also have to, it goes back to internet. If I go back to my router, like if I'm using a brand new phone, 
and I have an old router, for example, the old just because that phone has really fast Wi-Fi, for example, on it, it does not mean that my router is able to actually support that. And so that's something you do have to keep in mind because what that does is it limits how much of that data from that brand new device can get back to the old router. So if you have a brand new device, you should then possibly upgrade your router if that's the case. Now, in terms of you know mobile data, it's also, there's only so much that that mobile device can do. Yes, they're very powerful for doing certain tasks, but it comes back to live streaming takes a lot of resources and a mobile device, one minute might be really fast, but then say you move into your house and you're gonna try to live stream from your house, all the materials are potentially blocking that signal from giving you a good quality connection. So you definitely wanna keep that in mind. And the other thing also, speaking of live streaming from mobile, you know, as Jim mentioned, you need to have 4G at minimum if you happen to have 3G or your signal is switching because of, you know, the signal is bouncing around in your house off of objects, 3G actually can then affect your stream because you might want to be trying to stream and screen share. And if you're trying to do something like that, 3G, for example, does not support both items. So that's another reason why we really rail against using mobile to live stream. It's not just the sheer amount of data that's used or the data that's required, it's the fact that it's pretty unstable if you think about it. Not to mention, yeah, and not to mention, the other thing you have to remember if you're using a mobile device, make sure you have do not disturb on because there's nothing worse than streaming and all of a sudden you get a phone call come coming in while you're in the middle of your stream and it can completely uh, mess up your show or could have some other interference text messages popping up. So you got to make sure that you've got your do not disturb on if you are using a mobile device. Because if you use airplane mode, you're actually going to shut your device's ability to connect to the internet off. So you got to go with do not disturb. Definitely. And the other thing also that I think we need to briefly touch on is the fact that if I am trying to stream from a mobile device, again, we're not saying don't do it. But you also, for example, need to have a lot of battery because if you're streaming, your phone is just basically pinging out to the internet to try to get that constant connection. So if you start a stream with even 75 or 80% battery, it might be down to 20% by the time your stream is over based on the quality of the stream that it's getting. So you do need to have that. And that actually might also require some additional hardware because you only have typically one port on your device. You might have to buy an adapter. Okay, so Jim, we talked about obviously the resources, you know, how to make sure when you're going to get ready to start your streams, you know, how to like restarting your computer, closing a bunch of tabs. Let's talk about where you're going to be streaming from. Like, does that matter in terms of internet speeds? Absolutely. If you're, Obviously, if you want to call it your home base, it might be your house, might be your office. You're probably going to have your best internet there. Mm -hmm. If you start getting into where you're maybe you're streaming from a hotel or using a hotspot, you may have the possibility of that more sporadic internet. Because even if you're using a hotel's internet, you know, you're kind of at their mercy once again. You know, hotspots kind of goes back to your earlier point of, you know, your hotspot's got to be charged because your hotspot can also 
run out of battery. So these are all things to consider uh, as far as what your stream quality is. So one thing I would recommend is test it. Make sure you go in and maybe do a test run, just going you know live into your, your, your private group or wherever, just to make sure that you're happy with the quality of the stream that you're getting. And that kind of, what, what do you want to add there, Christian? Well, I just want to say, okay, so we want to test our internet. So how do we go about doing this? Like, what are the things that I need to be looking for? Yeah. So as an example, when we, you know, if we set it up, like, like what I recommend people do is like, I have a, a Facebook group that it's like only me and like, you know, Christian, a couple other people. And, and it's strictly to test the ability to go live in and to, you know, experiment with things. So I actually go live and then I can see, am I having some issues with latency? I can do a short one minute video and then watch it to see, did everything work okay? Was everything crisp and clean and was it flowing the way I did or was I having some freezes? Because then if I'm having freezes, you know, we kind of go back to step one. All right, was it my computer? Is it the internet? We're probably going to be able to tell pretty quickly if it's our internet, especially if we're having video freezes as we're doing these tests. And so that may make you have to make a decision on whether or not you're going to go forward with your planned live show. Okay. So if I want to test these so I can go into a group, that's one way. But okay, well, let's talk about like different internet speeds because we talked about this earlier. We said all the, the internet is, you know, when somebody says, hey, they have internet, it does not mean that they are all the same. And it also depends on different parts of the world you're in and also the locations you're going to be streaming from. For example, if I'm in a remote country, yes, they may have really fast internet, but they may block live streaming, for example, or live streaming may have certain speeds. And then the same thing if I go to a hotel, a hotel on their free plan, like, yes, they have free internet, but on their free plan, it might be capped. So if you try to, for example, stream video, it's really slow or doesn't work at all. But if you just try to access things such as a website or email or some basic things like that, you might be able to do that without any issues. But so what speeds do I need if I'm going to be doing live streaming, Jim? Well, there's, there's two terms here. There's upload speed and there's download speed. So at a minimum, you're going to want to have at least three megabytes per second uh, five megabytes per second is ideal. And then if you're going to stream in 4K, you're going to need at least 25 megabytes per second. Because the upload is, that's what's bringing your stream onto these platforms and is allowing people to see you. And then the download is when you're bringing the, uh, your, your stream back down onto your, onto your device. Uh, do you want to add anything there? Uh, definitely. So... For upload speeds, you have to look at it like this. If I am producing my own show, I'm basically, everything is coming in through my computer and then I am uploading that to the internet. So if it's not fast enough, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna slow down the show. If I bring on a guest, for example, I bring on Jim and maybe I have another guest on the show, each of those people are also then gonna tax my resources. So I need to have a significant upload speed. And as I mentioned, you know, three megabits per second, five megabits is ideal. 
And if you want to do 4K, and, and obviously this also impacts the resolution you're streaming at as well. So if you're trying to do 4K and you don't have 25, it's going to be a very slow and choppy uh, stream. So you want to make sure that you know you meet those thresholds. So the other thing also I think we need to tackle here is the quality that you're going to be streaming in. So I know, Jim, my webcam, for example, I know it does up to 4K. But here's the thing. I don't use 4K at all on it. And the reason I don't do that is because I also have to look at where I'm streaming to. For example, if I'm going to Facebook Live, does Facebook Live allow me to do 720p, 1080p, also known as HD or 4K? So I think the answer there, Jim, as well. I think it's 720p, right? So it's 720 right now, yep. right? And YouTube. And and now, yeah, and now YouTube will let you go to 1080, but then one of the issues that's been going on uh, at the time that we're recording this is there's so many people getting on these platforms that they are throttling what people are able to do to. So you have to make sure that you got your settings right. And even though like 1080 and 4K looks just extremely nice mm -hmm. and beautiful, is it really necessary to get your point across? 720 still does a great job of giving you a nice, crisp, clean video, uh, you know, and a lot of that can be improved as well with your lighting and just having quality cameras. For sure. So I would say this, the first thing is we need to make sure we meet that minimum threshold for inter internet speeds of three megabits, megabits per second, five megabits per second is ideal. And 25, we don't want to do 4k. So we have that. That's our threshold. Then we have to look at where we're going to be streaming from. Is it going to be at a hotel? Is it going to be at my house? The speeds are going to potentially be different. A hotel, for example, is most of the time not going to be faster than your house. They're going to, because they have so many different people connecting to the internet and they have different rules and things like that that are going to block that. Now, in addition to that, what's the quality I'm streaming in? So my camera can do 4K, but if I don't want to, if I don't have the bandwidth, if I don't have 25 megabits per second, I should consider, and if I do a test like Jim mentioned, I should consider reducing the quality of my camera. And that's actually, for example, if you're using StreamYard, that's actually done in the settings menu. You can go into your stream and you can actually adjust the settings to do, I think it's 480p, 720, and I don't think they even go up to 1080 at the moment. And the reason is because then the places you're streaming to, they don't do those types of stream qualities. And it's not, and it's because again, you also have to look at where people are going to be viewing it from. If your audience is primarily viewing from mobile, you don't need a 4k stream on mobile. You have to have a 4k stream or screen quality to be, to begin with. So 1080p or 720, those are more than ideal. Okay. So Jim, where do I go to test these? Like if I want to figure out, okay, well, what's my upload speed and what's my download speed? Where do I go? Yeah, there, there's a couple of different sites that you can go to, to uh, test your speed. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to say one is a speedtest.net okay. is a really uh, handy one. You can actually download the uh, app on your phone or you can even put it on your computer and it'll give you a pretty good idea of what uh, your speed is like. It'll give you both the upload and the download. And so once you have an idea of that, you know, and you can, you might even want to test it 
periodically throughout the day because you may find if you're not hardwired that uh, you have different times that you seem to get better internet than times that you do not. Uh, any others that you can think of? I definitely would say, okay, so speedtest.net, that's the one that I primarily use myself. The other thing though, to keep in mind is this. So the way that they work, you take your, for example, your laptop, you connect to the network you're going to work from. So for example, if I'm connected to Wi-Fi, I connect to that Wi-Fi network and then I go to speedtest.net, I click go and it's going to check my upload speeds. It's going to check my download speeds. Now the same thing is going to happen on mobile. And this is where it can be a little tricky. So if you go to speedtest.net and on mobile, I run that. Here's what you're going to see sometimes. Sometimes on mobile, you will see a very high upload speed and a good download speed. And again, we want to make sure we pay attention to the upload speed. However, mobile can be a little tricky. It will tell you you're getting a speed and then you go to run the stream and the quality's not there. And that's mainly because uh, partly it's the limitation that the device has on how much it can, you know, if you're getting 100 megabits per second upload speed, your mobile device can't keep up with 100 megabits per second. So it can be a bit of a, a misleading number on mobile. So just keep that in mind. So once you have that, I want to make sure I look at the upload speeds. I don't focus on the download. The download is always going to be probably pretty high. The upload speed is where you're usually capped, but you do want that three to five megabits per second. 25 megabits per second is fantastic. You could do 4K if you want to at that point. Um, Jim, anything else you wanna add on uh, internet speeds? Anything else anybody, everybody needs to know about using it for live streaming? No, I just think it's one of the fundamentals of your stream and you know, always err on the side of having more internet that you can use than just barely trying to get by because that's gonna ultimately affect the quality of your live stream. Definitely. So that's going to do it for episode 20 of the Launch Your Live podcast. On this episode, we talked about different things that you need to know to make sure you have the right internet speed for live streaming. For example, as Jem mentioned, make sure you restart your computer or your device before you do any live streaming. That clears out all the gunk, all the resources that have been used. Make sure that you know what quality you're going to be broadcasting in. For example, is it, 420, is it 480? Is it 720? Is it 1080p? 4K, you're probably not going to be doing 4K unless you're trying to do gaming, for example. In addition to that, where are you going to be broadcasting from? You know, Are you going to be in a hotel? Or are you going to be in your office at your house? In addition to that, Hardwired versus Wi-Fi, make sure you are using hardwired when you can. And make sure you also purchase a new hardwired cable, a new Ethernet cable. That's also important because they do have various speed limitations. So if you're using a newer cable, they can actually uh, transmit data faster than the older cables. So make sure you're using a new cable. Don't just grab one you've had sit in your drawer for you know 10 years. Now, in addition to that, if you want to go and check all of your speed beforehand, go to speedtest.net and look at your upload speeds. And if they're not acceptable between that three to five megabits per second, and obviously 25 megabits per second for 4G, or sorry, 4G for 4K, maybe get on the phone with your internet provider, talk to them about what type of internet you have. Do you have cable? Do you have DSL? Do you have fiber? 
and see if they can upgrade you because a lot of times, you know, you get what you pay for. So if you get the, you know, the low quality internet speed, chances are you're going to have a really low upload speed. So you may need to upgrade that, but that's going to do it. If you have any additional questions, please head to launch your dot live forward slash EP 20. We'll see you on another episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.